Welcome, 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 welcome to Let's Talk About It with the Empowerment Duo. We are here on this wonderful Wednesday. <clears throat> and today we have a topic for you. Today's topic is five things to keep to yourself and off social media. Huh? Yeah. Five things to keep to yourself and off social media. Mm-hmm. Come on, tell well, us. That's coming from us. Now, we're very transparent. We believe in transparency. We believe in being vulnerable. We believe in asking for help. But, but we have found five things. Five. We may end up coming up with more. Um, I hope we will. Help, right? Hopefully we will. That'd be great. You may decide. You don't say don't put that on social media, but y'all put that on social media. Well, that might be true. Now we could have made a mistake. I, I think there's at least one crime that I committed. Do you think? Yeah. Of the, right. five. of the five. There's at least one crime that I committed. Well, while you guys are getting into the room, we want to thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. So we definitely want to once again thank our new content contributors. Looking forward to Stephanie on tomorrow with Heart to Heart Conversations with Stephanie. And this morning, once again, fire! Cortez Hustle. Check him out before us in the morning. But let me tell you, if you were sleeping on Dr. Deborah last night, you missed it. Dr. Deborah Dunstan at 8.30 and her program was lit. Healing, mo- a healing moment with Dr. Deborah last night, or rather this month, is talking about, I think it's about love. Yes, it's about love. And last night she talked about if you can't, uh, you can't love nobody else if you can't love yourself. And she actually was on it. Also, you know, right here on the Empowerment Network, we have um, coffee time with Coach Ja following us at 10 a.m. And then at 11, one word conversations with William Brown. We are growing, growing, growing. And the network is all inspiring for. I like our network. Absolutely. I like the show. People, the con- content contributors, the thought leaders, I like it a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. So, good morning, Miss Dr. Beverly. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good morning, uh, Queen. Good morning to you. Good morning to you guys. Thank you so much for joining this morning. I'm so glad that you guys are here because today we're going to talk about five things. Five things. To keep to yourself. To keep to yourself. Or at least off of social media. <laughs> I want you to marinate on that. I bet you could think of some stuff that you should keep off of social media or that people should keep off of social media. Somebody's in your business. Who's that rap song? Your mama's in our business. She's in, in our business. business. Your mama's Why in our business. Why can't you get your mom to mind our business? Right. <laughs> now you got to be of a certain age to know that. <laughs> your mama's in our business. She's in our business. <laughs> can't you keep your mom out my business? Um, <laughs> we were eating the unconscionable Chicken for breakfast. Chicken for breakfast is good. Leftover chicken for breakfast. Now today, man personally doesn't think that any food should have a schedule. Okay, so I'm not bound by traditional cereal for breakfast. And you know why we have cereal for breakfast? You were taught that breakfast <laughs> by General Mills Corporation. Yes, that's they told you. Okay, you got to have this for breakfast. Okay, and then people bought into it. 
break nuts, cornflakes. They invented that. Just like Cinco de Mayo is a made up holiday. Do you remember the um, uh, what was that? Car. It was one of the Saturday morning cartoon trailers, like Bill on Capitol Hill, but um. It was about breakfast. Yeah. yeah, and they said um, cold chicken is a great cold breakfast. Cold chicken is a great breakfast. It was a chicken leg in the refrigerator. He would go in the refrigerator and eat the chicken leg because it was just about breaking the fast. So they breaking break the fast. The fast. Now, I heated up um, our chicken in the air fryer this morning, and then I dusted it with pepper jelly. <laughs> or glazed it with pepper jelly. Yes. And I brought up a plate of that. At least and I gorged on it before the show. Well, not on not any old pepper jelly. Oh, no, no, no. This is grandma hands pepper jelly by our friend Donna D.D. Hairston. <laughs> Good morning, Michelle. I hope you saw my comment fussing at you. Her hair looks so beautiful. She just got it done. I saw her new do. And, you know, I had to get on her a little bit because Michelle will leave the beauty parlor, get home, and then take her hair down. <laughs> so I said, leave it alone because it looks so pretty. But um, today's topic, I can't wait to get to it. Um, we're going to get to it in just a moment. We're going to get right into the first one in like in a minute. But we're talking about today five things to keep to yourself, five things that you don't tell everybody. Now, this excludes your trusted advisor. You tell your trusted advisor, your confidant, everything. OK, you should tell your trusted advisor. But for people in general. These are five things that we agree you should not be telling everybody or at least keep it off of Facebook. Number Including one. Including keeping off of fake, uh, social media. Go ahead. Number one. Are y'all ready for number one? Number one, to keep off of social media, to keep off social media and don't let everyone know about. Uh -huh. Number one is your love life. Your love life. Good morning, Brenda, Brenda, Brenda. Good morning, Phil. Thank Good you for joining us. And our list of five things to keep off social media, keep people out your business, is your love life. Your love life. Your relationship life. Your love life. Particularly, don't be airing your gripes. I say your gripes. I honestly say your gripes. And I understand, um, you know, about keeping your business private and keeping your business to yourself. But I have to say that I have received a lot of um, positive feedback from what we share about our relationship. Well, how about this then? Yeah. Girl, I just got me a new man and he's great and he does this and he's awesome at that. He's amazing around the house and he's amazing in the bedroom. You putting a target on your man back. <laughs> <laughs> and then that other girlfriend that goes, hmm. And the quote, our great Chris Rock, she won't think I got to get a man like him. She'll think I got to get him. That's horrible. And I'll cut her throat to get him. Okay. <laughs> so now, what about that? I guess that's possible in any, um, any, in any type of arena, right? But I think at least, the, and, and I could be naive, but the feedback that I've gotten um, has been that I do want a husband like that. And then we can touch and agree, and we can we can pray. Let me say that's for married people. Lol, <laughs> dating people. What is, what is that? She says dating people don't have that much sense. <laughs> wow. Exactly. I want everyone to know that I'm in love with my boo. Right. Yes, that's true. But if your boo is pissing you off, do you post that? No, I don't think that you do. Okay. Um. Or you and your boo had a big argument last night. 
Yeah, no, I don't. Me and my husband are arguing right now, but we'll be fine. And then that one dude, Michelle, thinking he's hoping that y'all slip up so he can slide in. Because <laughs> they there's one of those for every woman, I think. Well, so here's the thing. Here's 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 a couple of caveats for that, okay? So new relationships, ladies, single ladies with new relationships. Oh, single ladies, okay. Please keep it off of social media until it has proven itself. Because especially if you are a single woman who has not or is not in a long-term committed relationship and has not been in one every time you get a new boo yeah. a new bae you, you, you find the one please you find the one four times a year what's up brother tim pastor tim and uh brenda people have missed you brenda and we missed you brenda, pastor brenda, brenda. Tim, we talk about five things to keep to yourself or at least keep off of social media and the number one thing we came up with was your love, love life. life, right? Your love life. But yeah. now I don't think oh I don't think that's okay. a whole Make your point. Make your point. Right? Make your point. So for those ladies, first of all, for the ladies, and this may come across as sexist, but you know what? I don't care. Let it come profile however you want it. Ladies, 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 please do not be the one blowing up your boo or your bae on social media. Do not. I think that it is important for First of all, a couple of things to happen. First, that there needs to be some time. There needs to be a time investment. He has proven himself offline, and you know that you are the one. Two, there should also be a part of the uh, woman is found type of situation. And I know that that might seem old-fashioned, and if you disagree, feel free to disagree and do whatever you want. But I'm saying... It needs to have an element of the man's pride for the woman. Well, I know I'm the man for him because he sees me on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, and on Tuesday and Thursday evenings of every week. I know I'm the woman for him? Yeah, because I have a schedule with him. See, when you have that, ladies, let me tell you from an ex- Be in the rotation. You're in a rotation. <laughs> You're in a rotation. And that's just your turn and your time. <laughs> Confessions of an ex-player. Oh, my God. Good morning, Brittany Thomas. How you doing? Good morning, Brittany. We talk about the five things to keep to yourself or off of social media. What say you? The first one we listed was your love life. Lisa had a good, uh, a slightly contrasting viewpoint of that. But um, tell your business. Yeah, and and after you're you're in a committed relationship, I still think that there should be a, um, uh, uh, what is it? Barrier? No, not a barrier. Uh, a ratio. Okay. A ratio of how much he's posting you oh, versus that how yeah. much she's posting him. Now, Lisa has this one crazy idea when it comes to relationships. She thinks it's better if the man loves the woman more than the woman loves Equal, the man. Equal, but a little bit more. A little bit more. Okay. She thinks it's better if the man demonstrates that he loves her a little bit more than she does or actually loves her a little bit more than she does. That's something that Lisa has come to for some reason. Because it works for me. Uh, and if Beverly it don't work for you, whatever. Beverly said, that's what I tried to tell a whole, but he decided that I was ashamed of him. Whose business is that? Ooh. Everybody don't need to know my business and what kind of psychology you thought you was trying to put over, pull over me. 
not. They try to reverse psychology. Look, if we together, you shouldn't be ashamed. Well, are you ashamed of me? You won't post pictures of us together? Now, typically that happens. Dr. Beverly, you can confirm when there's just at least a little bit of insecurity. You know, they want to they want to claim something. OK, they want to make sure that people know, look, this is my woman. Here's the proof. But there's also room for that, too. You should. You know, how would you feel if I never posted pictures of you with me? Well, that was actually a point of contention. And you say, you, you know, uh, Brian, uh, Brian uh, has uh, a lot of selective amnesia. Oh, God. But um, see, this I had to allow him. This is where Lisa is wrong. I had <laughs> to allow him to stew in his own decision. Uh-huh. Because Brian made the announcement or pronouncement very early in our dating. Very yeah, early. I understand very early because it was also very early before Brian was in love, right? So before that moment happened, he was still protecting his player status. Now he has amnesia about this because it was a very, very thin sliver of time. It was probably like the first 10, 12 days that this happened, right? He said uh, we should keep our relationship off of social media. I don't remember that conversation. Yeah, he never remembers that conversation. And I rem- but I thought you were going to say something else. No, that but honey, that lasted all of 12 days, but I never posted anything until long after Brian had been proclaiming and professing his love, Goo Goo Gaga. Brittany, the topic is five things to keep to yourself or at least off of social media. Pastor Timothy Johnson says, here's something to keep off of social media. The first thought that pops in your head when you read something that bothers you. Yes, yeah. please. Let some stuff go. That first thought needs some quality control before you push it out into the world. Absolutely. Remember, the internet is written in ink, not pencil. That's right. And it cannot be erased. That was actually for me. I sat and cringed for the last four years. And I had to block my husband on it on the Facebook because any angering thought that came to his mind about the incumbent, he wanted to share it with the world. Uh, that's not how it went. It just sure okay, so Lisa didn't want to hear my political commentary. Not at all. Beverly says, "Yeah, I agree, Lisa, because if if I can't trust you, that that means I'm not safe with you, and I shouldn't expect you to protect me." Love is action. Things about Dr. Beverly also says things to keep off of social She's media. Responding to Brittany. Yep, relationship issues. Definitely <laughs> in your relationship. Your mom is in our business. She's in our business. If you argue with your woman, do not or man. <laughs> your mom out of my business. That's number one. <laughs> Here's number two to keep to yourself or off of social media. Yes. Your money. Keep your money off of social media. The reason why I say that, there's several reasons why. People already count your money. People count your money, and then they try to help you spend your money. Mm-hmm. Keep your money off of social media, particularly in things like, you know, I just bought me a $20,000 watch. <laughs> 
you bought you a twenty thousand dollar watch. Somebody might be on Facebook who you owe some money to. <laughs> and and I don't have twenty dollars, and I'm supposed to be your friend. Right. And you just bought a twenty thousand dollar watch. Now that's petty. First of all, it shouldn't be anybody's business what you spend your money on. But that's the whole point. That's the it shouldn't be anybody's business. Face social media. What say you? Do you agree? Your money. I think the biggest problem with people, when you tell people your money, is they try real hard to help you spend your money. Uh, Brittany Thomas says, right. That's right. <laughs> your money. Yeah, I just bought me a $20,000 watch. Yeah, I buy Jordans uh, every other month. Brand new Jordans. $200 sneakers. Really? And my rent is past due. And my rent is past due. Um, you parking your Bentley at an apartment. <laughs> Or if you driving your Bentley to sleep in your mama's house, okay, to stay to live in your mother's basement, okay, keep your money off of Facebook, keep your money off of social media. Now there come times when say say someone's in a lurch, and several times on this show we've helped people. Um, I'm married, my four children and I we got put out because the landlord wasn't paying the mortgage. Okay, now we have no place to live. Okay, we want to rally to help that person. Yes, but uh, like, uh, Dad, can you can you send me twenty bucks? Why do I have to send you twenty bucks, son? Because um, I want to go hang out with my friends and all that. <laughs> that part, <laughs> that part, that part. Um, Beverly says, "What about the people showing off all the weed they have with the money?" So how stupid is that? Well, showing off weed, showing off cash. Okay, it's so petty and played. How about announcing that your weed has resupplied and y'all can swing by and get your bag now? I have now, actually seen that on Instagram. And we know someone who did that <laughs> personally. I just re up, y'all. <laughs> we know someone who's done that. Okay, Ooh, how many people? Who who is not your friend to say there's nobody that could have told you, bruh? That's a good idea. No, that's probably not a good idea. You don't know anybody. Oh, are we getting old? Yes. yes. We're getting old. We're talking about five things to keep to yourself or at least keep off of social media. Number one was your love life. Number two is your money. Mm -hmm. Number three was um ooh. Uh number three that is secrets. If you have secrets about somebody, keep those secrets secret. Secrets about someone, secrets about yourself. Hey, Glenda, good morning, Vivian. How you guys doing this morning? Um, secrets, I Hold think. The confidence. Well, I think that should go without saying. Like a confidence, it should never be spoken anywhere, whether privately or publicly. It just should be, that's it. It's locked in. It's finished. When you give someone a confidence, that's it. We don't talk about that outside. I don't even like there are some confidences you don't talk about with the person who shared it with you yeah. after that moment, because that was all they needed that moment. They don't need it thrown back in their faces. I hate stuff thrown they, back. They, they don't. Yeah. Ladies, um, I've been hosting a men's meeting for seven years and it still comes up, ladies. I'm going to tell you a secret. One of the things that your men hate the most, they hate the most is when you bring up past failures and bring up past crimes. Remember that time you insulted me at my mother's house? 
baby, that was 10 years ago. And that bothers men so much. It will bother me. You know, bringing up um, stuff like that was actually the next, the last one. The next one was past resentments. Mm. Bringing up past resentments was number four, actually. But that does bother men. I'm going to tell you that now. I saw a funny TikTok um, that was based on the, do you remember? And then they, then they did it. Then they mixed it. It was, do you remember? And then the lady came in and said, do you remember? 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 Because she had a hundred of them. Remember it. Okay. Remember that? The answer is no, he doesn't remember that. I don't remember it. <laughs> nah, I don't remember it. I don't remember nothing. Whatever it is. Even <laughs> flush that thing. I'm telling you. Um, that, you did you do all five already? No. Oh, okay. okay. No, don't rush them. Okay. But um, yeah, don't bring up old stuff on social Number media. Number three was secrets. Number four was past resentments. Okay, there's one more and I've left. Okay, I was I was actually hearing that differently. So number um so past resentments first of all if you have forgiven yeah. someone then you don't get to bring it back up if you have not forgiven someone then go forgive them and whichever one it is don't put it on social media yeah, because <laughs> it's nobody's business but yours and the person that you had the interaction with, however awful or however um, it may seem, however, however much you feel like you need to publicly share this, you need to call your confidant, you need to talk to God, you need to do something, but don't do social media because, like Pastor Tim said. The internet is in not pencil. Why is the song in my head now? Try Jesus. Don't try, Don't try me. me. Because I'm fine. <laughs> I love that Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, past resentments, bringing those up. Past, you know, back in 1975, this woman, she you know, bring it up. 1993 on the scene. I'm sorry. Yes. So number five, and I list the five. Here's the last one. To keep to yourself or at least off of social media. And I think people are going to shoot holes in this. But let's I see. actually kind of got both sides of that one. Okay. Too. Here's number five. Your big goals. Your big goals. Your big goals. You should keep to yourself I, or off of social media. Now, I misheard that when we were listening to it. I thought it was like your new stuff. Like... Your new business, your new... Well, it could be your new, but this is the big ones. The big goals that you have, ultimate things that you want to do. The reason why you don't want to share those with everybody is you'll get a lot of confusing advice, for one. Yeah, a lot of confusing advice. You get some people to shoot holes in it for There'll another be some chickens. There'll be some chickens. That's right, there'll Raised by Chickens. chickens. Shout there'll out to Raised by Chickens, written by Lisa Santiago. Yeah, there'll be some chickens. It's, baby, that, that, that sounds good, but... And you, you put yourself that. up for um uh challenge okay you remember that you said you was gonna be a millionaire by 25 you're 25 okay. now you're 30 yeah <laughs> now you're 30 and you over here borrowing money from me yeah yeah those big goals now you can talk about your intermittent stuff your little stuff now here's the other side well, my opinion of the other side of it if you put it out there it forces you to have to do it right 
Yeah, but still, that's added burden that you don't need in that mode. I don't know about that. I think that that can be a level of accountability. Okay, accountability. I really think that that can be a level of accountability, but you've got to know where you are in your intestinal fortitude. Understand that it's going to come. They're going to come at you. They're going to come at you. They're going to come get you. They're going to come for you. Even those that you, you thought that were on your side. That was, um. I saw, I saw one post that was, oh man, you got this. Yeah. My kids were singing it yesterday. Um, Lisa's talking about they're going to come at you, they're going to come for you. That brings to my Oprah. Oprah says, until you can handle being talked about. You're not ready for success. That's it. You're not ready for success. You're not strong enough for success until you can handle people talking about you. Right. What do you say about that? Do I believe Oprah's telling the truth? Is Oprah right about that? Well, I think that she's uh, speaking from experience because like I, I often hearken back to the transition from talk show host to the owner of OWN, of mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey Network, and how she took a dive in there. She took a deep dive. There was some tremendous losses in that. And people talked bad about her. I mean, really badly about her. And she had to deal with that in the public eye after having so much success. And then people deciding, see, that's what she get for trying to go to this level. Or go to that level. She couldn't be satisfied. You never satisfied. You can stay right there in Chicago. And you would have been all that. Or even national. Even you know, before Chicago, I mean before owned, she was still national, but she didn't own the network, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of people come with their opinions and and if you're not strong enough to ignore them and block them out, then it can be a challenge. Vivian says, yes, Oprah was telling the truth. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So of these five, we got five things? We got five. We did five. Your, your um, love life, mm-hmm. your money, mm-hmm. secrets, past resentments, and your, your goals. Your goals. Yeah. Your money, your secrets, your past goals. Your love life. No, I definitely think. Uh, good morning, Pastor Peaches. Um, I think I definitely think that that is a a a, a challenge. Um, Beverly says I should be wealthy, rich, successful, and all of that. <laughs> is there any that we missed? In your opinion, do we miss any? Things That's that right, Linda. Some people do not want to see you successful. And Michelle agrees. Oprah is correct. If you're not ready to get beat, I mean, talked about, beat down in the in the public eye, then you're not ready to be success and to, to have success. And my coach, uh, probably I want to say six months ago, had to remind me of that. I was going through some challenges about some concerns from people that I thought were close to me who suddenly I I felt a tremendous amount of distance from and I didn't know how to handle it. I I didn't understand like how, how did I miss misread this relationship? How did I, and it, it caused me to take a knee, quite honestly, it caused me to take a knee, but my coach coached me through it. And she's like, listen, this is just the tip of the iceberg. The higher you go, mm. the more of this type of 
I don't even know what to call it mess yeah, that, that you're going to have to deal with. I'm and still offended. Challenging. Um, there were some people talking junk about my wife in public. I'm still offended by that six months ago. Uh, they was talking about, I mean, they had the nerve to tell me, her husband, junk about my wife. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> it was very, very. Brian, you all right, but your wife. What the heck? You're not getting away with that. <laughs> it was disheartening. It was overwhelming, actually. It affected me tremendously. And I had to decide that, um, I had to decide whose report will you believe, mm -hmm. right? And so I had to decide, can I actually take someone else's report over my own report of what I was there? And I was there, like, it doesn't even make sense. Right, it doesn't make sense at all. And you know what you were doing. So anyway, but you got I agree with your coach on this, baby. You're gonna have to be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, there's like an adage or a thought process. People that are very wealthy, you can insult them all you want. They don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. You, you rich so-and-so, uh -huh. I'm rich. I don't have to respond to that. I'm okay with it. You can insult them all you want. They don't care. They're above it. They're above it. They're above it. That's what it is. We got to get above It's above it. me now. <laughs> it's above me now. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Glenda says some people do not want to see you successful. That can be true. Um, some people are happy when negative things happen to you. Right. Yes. Um, I always look for the smile. I always look to see if the smile goes all the way to the eyes. Because there are some people that are smiling with you only because they are in your presence. Oh, it's popular. I'm so happy for you, Lisa. <laughs> That's great. That's, that's great. <laughs> Beverly says, jealousy is a coward and the people that live in it are ignorant. Ooh, jealousy is a coward. Oh, yeah. and the people that live in it are ignorant. <laughs> You're not playing Good morning, that. morning, Brenda. Thank you for joining. Brenda Stevenson, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning, Ms. Brenda Stevenson. So we've talked about the five things to keep off of social media today to keep to yourself. Number one was uh, your love life. Number two is your money. You know, I just bought me a, um, uh, I mean, I just, you know what, baby? I just put a system in my car for $60,000. Yeah. But you know, even that is sometimes subjective because, and I've had to have this conversation before. Um, there are times when people may have some financial challenges, <clears throat> but could receive a blessing in the midst of it, right? Yeah, and I see that too. We talked about that. We mentioned that because we want to be helpful. But what about when they come up? Well, like, I'm not talking about that. Wait, 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 let me make this point. So like if someone buys a new home, should they should keep that to themselves? I like to celebrate when people buy a new home. Mm -hmm. I love that. I do too. But I like, I like to celebrate other people's um, wins. I really do. Mm -hmm. That's right. Melissa, where you at? We're getting ready to do the songs in like five minutes. We're getting ready to do the songs. We need Melissa. And shout out to Melissa Price. She is now on iHeart as well as Facebook Live. We're excited and proud of her. Um, listen, Bill is laughing. <laughs> I guess he got his popcorn out. He's ready for the five things we were in the relationship part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I... I like I said, I love to celebrate people's successes. I love to hear about a new home. I love to hear about a new baby. I love to hear, I even love to hear about a new uh, promotion or a new client or all of those things. 
And I love, love, love celebrating other people's successes. It actually fuels me. And then the other people who don't feel like you. The people who don't, I don't know. I feel like it's not fair to give them the right to take away. That smells good. Uh, ta, ta, ta. You got on lipstick. I'm not going to drink it. Unless you take off the top. I'm not going to drink it. I'm not going to drink it, but it does smell good. All my coffee smells good. And you act like you don't like coffee. No, I don't you like coffee. You're not going to capitulate. Just drink coffee. No. You can't, you're not going to learn how to sell unless you drink coffee, baby. Check my balance. Touche. <laughs> 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 I have been saying that for years uh, that you're not going to learn how to sell unless you drink coffee because coffee is for closers, okay? And Lisa's proven that all different because she don't drink coffee and she, <laughs> and she has learned how to sell. So. Oh, hilarious, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. So which of those things rings the rings the loudest to you? Which one of those things like, yeah, I wasn't going to do that, no way. Uh, which one of those things is like your... You you you're not really on the on board for it. Your love life, your money, secrets, past resentments, and your big goals. Keeping them off of social media. So it's time for us to do our greeting songs. Let's go ahead and hit it. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with this show, this show is called Let's Talk About It. Now, that lady, her name is Lisa Santiago McNeil. Okay. And that is Brian Keith McNeil. Brian K. McNeil. That's my name. Okay. And together we make up the empowerment duo. Now our show has been going on since October, 2016. And it does have a focus as a threefold focus. We talk about personal conversations, business information, and spiritual inspiration. inspiration. A little bit of shenanigans. And together we also have through this show and through our lives an expressed ministry. Our expressed ministry is Economic independence through entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship, economic independence through entrepreneurship. That's what we believe. That's what we preach about. That's what we teach about. That's what everything we do has something to do with those those two focuses, the show focus and our express ministry. Now, with that being said, this show has been going Monday through Friday since October of 2016. And some of you guys have been rocking with us for years. And some of you guys have been our consistent contributors. And we thank you with either a greeting logo or a greeting song. Up first is Miss Beverly, you, Dr. Beverly, uniquely taking over Thomas, and she has a, a logo. Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Good morning. Beverly. <laughs> Must you classify everything? What? Yes, baby. You know okay, why? No, See, that's why I'm me question. and you're you, it was and I love you because it of was it. simply a question. <sighs> this woman right here. What? Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Thank you for joining us, Queen. Queen, 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 Queen. Good morning, good morning. Now there's a song, there's another piece to that song that I feel like would be important. I'm yes. I'm in love. It's called Dream Dream Dream. I know it is. But I don't know how you finished that one. Sister Brittany Ziegler Woody, I know we have a jam for you somewhere. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Michelle D. Witt. Hey, Booker Bullis here. 
Nobody thinks like him still. We, we love him so, so and we always will. Our friend Bill. Good morning, Michelle. Do it. Help us find your jam, girl. That's right. Help us to find it. Tim, help us find you a jam too, man. Absolutely. Recommend something and we can put there. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time. It's your time. Yeah. Brittany Thomas is a consistent contributor to this show, and we appreciate you so much. And we have Miss Vivian. Oh, Vivian. readers here. Viviana Reed is here and now the show can go oh, oh. Good morning, Miss Vivian. How you doing, girl? Glenda's riding on the freeway with me up in her pink Cadillac. <laughs> Good morning, Glenda's Glenda. jam is Glenda's. <laughs> Good morning, Glenda. Glenda. Arthur Lynette is here. Good morning. And at this table, we sit. Making it legit. Because when Lynette hits the show, oh, oh Good morning, Arthur Lynette. How you doing? Good morning, good morning. Our friend Miss Goodridge is here, and dear Yvette. Dear Yvette. Dear Yvette. Dear Yvette. Good morning, dear Yvette. How you doing? Glenda said, good morning. Love my song. Hearts, hearts, and kisses, and kisses. Glenda, have you gotten to the place already, Glenda, where you do your own song to yourself around the house? Read it one more time. Glenda's riding on the freeway with makeup in her pink Cadillac. And if we get to the place where your friends know your jam and they say it too. Like Beverly. <laughs> hey, Beverly! Beverly has told us on the street people say that to her. Oh, oh, oh. Absolutely. Bill says the big goals one is challenging for me. I want to put it out in the universe and I want to keep it to myself. Yeah, that that well, I think you put it out there, Bill, but put it out to only trusted um confidants. I don't know. The big goal, the big goal takes more longer, first off. You gotta accomplish the little goals and you give more people more time to shoot at it. I was I was in the army. And um, mili- and I was airborne. I jumped out of the plane. Okay, jumped out of planes. Now, a plane can drop you from as little as three thousand feet. That's not much higher than that's like ten times higher than average treetop level. That's not very high. But they could have dropped you up thirty thousand feet. Okay, way up there. The higher it is dropped, the more easy it is for you to get adjusted. All that. But the thing is, they don't want you in the air very long because you got to assume that you're getting dropped in behind enemy lines. And the longer you're in the air the more opportunities the enemy has to shoot at you. So the military's designed parachutes are designed to get you from the plane to the ground as fast as possible, safely, okay? That's the thing, because if you keep it in the air, you get shot at more often. 
that's the that's the tantamount to keeping your big goals out there. They can get shot at more often. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to keep them out there that long in the air that long. Three thousand feet. And by three thousand feet jump. And by the way, you're in a hurry. Okay, <laughs> you're like you're out of the plane, get ready to land. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, fifteen. Yeah, you know, three thousand. You got a little bit of time, but not much. You got time to get from the plane and get your butt ready to get together. Okay, because you, you got to assume they're shooting at you. Yeah, yeah, I get, I guess I get that. My, my, um, I've had a particular goal uh, for five years so far. It has been growing and evolving. I was reluctant and hesitant at putting it out. I always felt uncomfortable at putting it out because I felt like I've already experiencing experienced some stops and starts and stops and starts. But um, I, I'm grateful that it has not kept me from consistently pushing forward. Well, you have put it out there to a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Yep, that might be the right way. So that's our thoughts on it. That's our thoughts on the, on the five things. And I and I, we actually had one added to it, that initial thought, Pastor Tim Johnson, that initial thought. You see some on Facebook? Your first response, keep to yourself for a moment. Mull it over. <laughs> Mull it over. I actually, here's what I have done. I have gone so far as to type out my response, highlight it, copy it, delete it, paste it into a notepad, and decided later on, do I really want to make this comment? I have literally done that because I have to decide every time I put something out. I make a choice. Should I let this cup pass me by or not? Or I might want to just contribute to this conversation. Yeah. I'm going to let this cup pass me. That doesn't work for me. (laughs) That doesn't work for me because I, because of, because of some of the responsibilities that I have for some of the positions that I have for some of the places that I hold for certain people, sure, sure. I have to be conscientious. I about that too. About, but I want people to know, yes, I am this person here. I'm that quality kind of guy here. I'm a leader in this area here, but I have an opinion. Okay. Yeah. I don't always share my opinion. If it ain't my business, then I don't need to share my opinion unless I'm asked. Um, unless you want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, you're right, but I, I can't always make that decision in that moment because sometimes my emotions, my emotional response may cloud my rational response. And my emotional response does not get to control my day to day activities. Dr. Beverly says, for me these days, I have nothing to hide and I have nothing to defend. I'm the transformation coach. And your answer to transformation answer and in order to fit or to fit me or to order for me to be successful i have to be trans transparent all caps all my life is nothing more than my ministry to help me help others and with exclamation points amen and amen that works for her um and actually there are places and there are things that in order for you to be successful like dr beverly's talking about you have to be transparent for example, can you be an effective drug counselor to people addicted to crack and drugs if you've never done drugs before? Okay. I think there's two sides to that. Too. No, but but do they give you credibility? Look, I used to be you. 
I can hear you because they can understand because I used to be you. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to be now the other side to that. You don't have to have been a star basketball player in order to coach basketball players. Dean Smith was never a star, but he was a great coach. Okay, so that's my thought on that. Yeah, I get that. I, I get that. I think that um, particularly with the drug, with the um, drug counselor thing, I think that there there is some merit to have be, having had been there and now can help someone else to get out of that. But there, the other side is I can help you because I managed to avoid that my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> and it's different for me. My first response is what what is true for me. I notice my first response is what is true for me. I notice when I don't go with it, it do, it doesn't. I clean it up. I, I clean up too much. But I'm special like that. Yeah, but you're not you're not the only one like that. Okay, clean it up too much. It ain't the same. Your initial response. You know, um, your initial response. You, I am coaching clients. This is a psychological thing I do with all of them. I put them on a timer when I'm asking them, why do they believe someone should hire them and their services? And I put them on a timer and I distract them while they're trying to come up with answers. And I come up with 10 great reasons why someone should work with you and your services. And I show them, I give them three minutes on the clock and I talk to them while they're doing it. And I'm asking them questions. Now they're thinking and they're writing and I'm asking them how long you've been in business, how long you've been thinking about doing this business. Are you happy with the amount of money you're earning? I'm asking them all these questions while they're on the clock, while they're thinking of 10 great reasons why someone should work with it. Why do I do that? There's a psychological reason why I'm doing that. When you, when you distract someone and put them on the clock like that, what you're doing is, and you put them on a short time period, you're shutting off parts of their brain. You're shutting off the creative story side. So when you get the answers, you get the most true answers, the stuff that's already in the front of their brain, already in their mouth. Okay. So they didn't have time to think about what's the textbook answer or what is Brian trying to get me to say? I don't want that. I want to find out what they actually say to other people. So that's why I do it that way. So going back to Bill's point, that initial response, that visceral initial response is going to be very close to his truth. That's all you got? Yeah, the end is here. <laughs> yes, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I felt that way, okay. but I did. You wanted my visceral response? You got I it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Leanne. It's Leanne. Time is a wheel in constant motion, always rolling us along. Tell me who wants to look back on their years and wonder where those years have gone. Leanne is here. Oh, Leanne, we talked about five things that you should keep to yourself or at least keep them off of social media. We listed five things and chopped them up. Number one we came up with was your love life, particularly issues in your love life. Keep that off of social media. Number two was your money. You know, keep that to yourself or off of social media, particularly uh, I just bought me a $20,000 watch yesterday. The third thing was secrets to keep to yourself or keep them off of social media. The fourth thing was past resentments. Keep to yourself or at least keep them off of social media. And number five was your big goals. 
your big goals. And I'm happy that none of them were universally panned as 100% true. All of them had variations to it. Glenda said, I want to put my new business. I want to put out my new business, but I find that everybody is not as excited as I am. And I have to believe in myself more. Yes, you do. And that you must put out because you are not a secret agent and you will shoot yourself in the foot that first time that you find out one of your good friends just got a new uh, Mary Kay rep because they didn't even know. That'll hurt you. That'll punch you in the gut. If your friends buy from Mary Kay for someone else and they would have bought from you, but they didn't know you did it, it's your fault. You're going to be like, oh. But it's still your fault because you didn't tell them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, here's a funny thing, too, uh, Sister Glenda. You see a Facebook post? I just started my new business, seven likes. I landed a new job, 421 likes. Okay. We still celebrate job more than business launching. Because we don't see, we don't yet see the value of ownership. Well, this audience here on this show is a very entrepreneurial audience. And you guys are, are not the same as people that don't no, come to this show. No, yeah. Lisa and I once went somewhere. Um, we were doing a book signing. It was at an author's event. We were sitting next to each other at a table. And our books are entrepreneurial in nature. You know, that's what our books are. And there's these two ladies that came. I'll never forget these two ladies. They were smiling. They were happy. They were middle-aged. And they came up, they want to see what our books and talking to us about books. I'm gonna be telling about I was telling about my books. And everybody else's books were like novels, urban fiction. Yeah, we were in the wrong place. Yeah, we were, yeah. But with those two ladies, I keep remembering them because I said to them, Have you ladies ever thought about being in business for yourself at all? And they almost sang together in the answer, no. No. They never even thought about being in business with themselves. And they sang it with such enthusiasm. Like, that's a bad idea, a bad suggestion on my part. No. What? Okay. We're in the wrong place, baby. <laughs> we had the wrong audience. We had the wrong audience. So, Glenda, you must, must, must. Uh, as a matter of fact, reach out to me today because I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about Friday, if you can. So just inbox me and we'll connect. Um, Leanne, you and I have missed each other, I think now on two occasions. So I don't know what the deal is. Let's try to reconnect. What's the dealio? What the dealio? So this is relationships. Okay. Relationships, I want to go back to that because I think that that one is just so common. And I do want to talk about what the importance of Wednesday is. Uh, evaluation day, but go ahead. Go. I can't remember what I was going yes, to you, you said relationships are so important to talk about that. And our topic today was how to you manage your relationship on social media. Okay. I think it's very, very important. And I think once again, whether it's a personal, uh, like a love relationship, an intimate relationship, or whether it's a friendship relationship, or even if it's a professional relationship, I encourage you to be conscientious about how you post what you post as it relates to relationships because those things like Pastor Tim said they can't be taken away. Internet is written in ink, not pencil. Forever, forever. <laughs> it's forever ever. You can't totally erase anything. Just like you know what? You also can't totally erase 
any experience that you have because it's in your memory. Yeah, you can't erase an ought. That's the other thing. You can't erase that ought that you made. That insult, that thing that you wish you hadn't have said, you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. You know, I remember as a nine-year-old, Brian heard that expression and tried it. Okay, I squeezed some toothpaste out of my finger. You never tried this, baby? No. <laughs> to see if I could put it back in the tube. And you know what? As clever as I thought I was, wasn't very effective. You couldn't do it. You can get a little bit in there, but not much. You cannot. Yes, you could. I was able to figure out a way to get a little bit in there. Okay, a little bit back. Um, Wednesday, it's the middle of your work week. We recommend that you put everybody on a five-day work week and as, as a focus, as a goal. But if you work on the weekends, weekends considered bonus, okay? But technically, you want to build your business on a five-day work week, Monday through Friday. And Wednesday, I consider the second most important day of your work week. Monday being the most important because Monday sets the pace for your week. But Wednesday is the second most important day for your business because Wednesday is evaluation day, the middle of your week. You're evaluating how am I doing so far this calendar week? And you should be asking yourself two questions. We've talked about this show on the show before. I'm going to say it again. Maybe our sister Glenda hadn't heard me say it. But the two questions to ask yourself on Wednesdays. Question number one is, what am I doing correctly? In your opinion, what are you doing the right way or even kind of the right way? You don't even have to be doing it 100% the right way. You know, you can be like the baby walking along the edge of the coffee table, holding on to the coffee table. That baby's walking, even though they're still balancing themselves on the coffee table. That's still kind of the right thing. Yeah, and I, in all honesty, they're usually walking. They just don't trust yet that they're walking. They don't trust because yet. oftentimes I have seen I've seen thousands of babies learn how to walk, but oftentimes that baby that wouldn't let go, wouldn't let go, wouldn't let go, finally picks up something that they really, really like, uh -huh. and then they keep walking off. They didn't think about they it. Haven't <laughs> they haven't even realized that they let go, and they keep going. And I think that that's an important thing to think about when you're thinking about you and your goals as well. Taking those baby steps are leading you to your bigger steps. Then the second question you want to ask The second yourself, question is, if I had this time to do over again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what would I have done differently? Notice it's differently, not what did I do wrong? That's a bad question to ask yourself. What did I do wrong will allow you to go down a road of beating yourself up. And you get creative to do it. That you cannot change. Ooh. As opposed to what could I do differently allows your brain to creatively engage on yes. something that you can apply to the future. What, did I, what would I have done? What would I have done differently? If I had Monday and Tuesday over and over again, what would I have done differently? I could have said I would have spent more time with this or less time with that. Okay. Or I would have made that phone call or not made that phone call. I would have went to this meeting or I would have not gone to that meeting. If I had this time to do over again, these two questions, this is called Kaizen, Japanese concept of Kaizen, continuous improvement. And these questions are designed for you to kind of like be your own manager and to continually improve a little bit each week. If you only get, if you do get 1% better, just 1% better in the key areas of your business from week to week. Just 1% better, not 100% better, 1% better after about 10 weeks, okay? Eight, nine, 10 weeks of getting 1% better, your income typically doubles, you know? 
that's focusing on the key areas of your business. Now, if you don't know what the key areas of your business are, you need to work with a coach or talk to somebody about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on Let's Talk About It with the Empowerment Duo. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning with your thoughts on our topic of the day. Bill said, Brian, I totally believe that you would try to put it back in. Yes. I <laughs> Heck yeah, I would. Absolutely. Make sure to clear your calendar for Saturday at four o'clock. I'm telling you, it's going to be fantastic. I cannot Tomorrow's wait show. for the power of African Americans in history. Oh, that's Saturday. Ooh. That is Saturday. That is going to be fire. And then tomorrow, not tomorrow, honey. We're going to do it on Friday. Sure. Is it a Friday? You want to do it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So tomorrow is going to be a fun show. It is going to be a battle of the puns and the dad jokes. Battle the between dad jokes and contest between Lisa and I or puns. Uh, if you're not familiar with the concept of dad jokes, they're really, really corny. Okay, but the contest is whoever laughs, if Lisa laughs, I get a point. And if yeah. I laugh, Lisa gets a point. Yeah. So she can either tell a pun or a dad joke, and I can tell either a pun or a dad joke. Try to get the other person to laugh. So that means she's got t- just today. To come up with her list. <laughs> and I got today as well to come up with my list to come of winners. A list of puns or dad jokes. If you guys want me to win, inbox me some jokes. <laughs> inbox me some jokes. They gotta be short ones though. Yeah, gotta be short, like one-liners, like yes. you know, knock knocks, one-liners, the quick, quick, quick jokes. And um and and we will do them. I'm recruiting help. What does a winner look like, right? What does a winner look like? She's getting help. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to be practicing my delivery. Boop, boop. I'm going to be doing all those good things. And we're doing it just for you guys. But remember that... Uh, dad jokes. Oh, I call it um, what is punny or dad jokes. What is punny or dad, or dad jokes. Okay. So we're out of here. Stay tuned for uh, Coffee <laughs> Time with the coach. Coach Ja and Bill. What is the one word for today? I think he posted it and I, I think he did it too. And I didn't read it. I apologize for that. Oh, today a one words conversation. The word for the day will be shared live on the show. New twist on the show. His guest is Jonathan Rivera right here on the Empowerment Duo Facebook page on the Empowerment Network. So at 11 o'clock, he's going to reveal the word of the day. That's right. And Team Brian, you got jokes. Yes, he does. So stay tuned. We love you guys. (laughs) It is Wednesday hump day. So don't forget to have sex.